Hey everyone, Matt Saxinger here, and we want to talk to you about First Step at Susquehanna Valley Church. We've got Eric Hone with us today, and, uh, and we're going to talk about this idea of what it means to be more than just an attender at Susquehanna Valley Church. And our, our goal here is, is never for you to just get stuck in this place where all you do is just show up and, and come to church and go home, and that's, that's your Christianity. We want this to be a place where we choose impact over attendance. So we want to talk about sort of a growth tier that we hope everybody goes through, um, even if you've been coming to the church for a long time, or if you're brand new and you're just checking us out, we want you to get involved to the point where you're having impact in what God's doing here at Susquehanna Valley Church. So uh, th- this sort of growth track that we're going to be talking about has uh, has three different levels to it. First step, that's where we start. Everybody gets on the on-ramp of first step, and that's, that's going to be a four-week discussion where, where we're looking at just, just different ways that God wants to grow us and move us past sort of this base level approach to Christianity to actually getting involved in doing it. Um, and then the, the next the next step is, well, Eric, why don't you tell us about that? Well, the next step is next step. So after the first step, that that kind of introduction to what, what it is to be uh, coming to church here at Susquehanna Valley, then we want you to, to engage in the next step where we're really going to talk about how we do church here. Uh, that's a four-week process where we're going to talk about why do we exist as a church, what are we passionate about, and where are we going. Yeah, and so that's that's also kind of wrapped up in that is the membership class idea, um, and so that that's important. We'll talk about why that is when we get into the next step class, but right now it's first step, next step, and then the third kind of tier of it is is what we'll call leader step. And while the first two are four weeks, this is an eight week. This is more of a small group. This is where we want you to get to know one another and develop some real good relationships um, where, where you can learn about how to be a leader, to bring about change in God's kingdom, in your family, um, to, to your workplace, to your community, and to hear at Susquehanna Valley Church. So got to go in order. We go first step, four weeks, next step, four weeks, and then uh, leader step, which is eight weeks. So uh, I'm excited about that. Now, if you're if you're watching this, then there's probably one of four reasons why you're checking us out for for uh, first step. So first of all, you're just new to faith, and if this is brand new to you, then man, that's awesome. We're excited that that you have come to realize God's God's desire to have a relationship with you, and again, for that to impact, we're a church that loves God and loves people, and so we want to we want to do both those things really really well. Um, you might be here because you're finding your way back to God, that maybe you were running away from him for a long time. And and just for some reason, this was finally the time that you said, all right, God, I'm going to stop running and I'm going to see what life looks like when I actually let you be in charge of it. Um, or you just want to strengthen your basic foundation, uh, in, in your relationship with God. This is the first step is a great place to do that. Or the fourth one is you just want to be on the same page, which we want you to be. We want all of our all of our attendees to be on the same page uh, as far as why we do what we do at Susquehanna Valley Church. So um, our goal our goal for the first four weeks in this first step class is to really discover what a balanced and integrated and healthy life of a disciple of Jesus looks like, specifically here at Susquehanna Valley Church. Mm-hmm. Right that that's our goal. So we're going to break it down into uh, into three objectives six applications, and nine healthy habits. All right, so we got three, six, nine. Three objectives, six applications, and nine healthy habits. And everybody hears habits and they think, oh, that's, that's, I don't do habits. No, habits are good. 
when they're good habits. So we'll get there. But let's start out with the three objectives. Um, Eric, why don't you walk us through what those three objectives are? Well, the first objective is loving God. And so we're going to cover that in week two, our love for God, love for each other in week three, and love for the world in week four. And the way we're going to flesh that out then is we're going to take those three and put them into six different uh, objectives of how we're going to do that. Or applications, three objectives, six applications. Right. Ways they show up. So love for God is going to be, we're going to talk about worship services, and specifically we're going to talk about the desire that we really want people to attend a worship service as well as serve at a worship service, that it's not just about showing up on a Sunday morning and, and uh, you know, getting what you get, but also about giving and helping others to experience that worship as well. So we're going to talk about attending a worship service yep. and serving at another one. Love it. Yep. Uh, in the third week, we're going to talk about love for each other, and so we're going to look at uh, those Small groups that we've talked about, that's such an important part of our Huge. Uh, model here of how we want to interact with each other in church, that we're going to spend time together, grow together. And so same thing with the small groups. We're going to want people to attend a small group, but also move into leadership as well to be able to lead small groups. And that may sound intimidating for some folks, but it we're... Does. We're we're gonna give you the we're gonna give you the tools and equipment. It's not really as bad as no, it, it seems. If you want impact over attendance, it's right there. Yeah, when you get to be involved in a small group and then eventually lead a small group. That that's huge. Um, we want you to think of of, of grow, groups as sort of the core of your spiritual growth. That that's where a lot of the one on one, like the actually sitting down and talking about the Bible together, opening up, confessing, or or just you know, sharing praises, that that is huge for your relationship with God. We'll talk about that a little bit next week, but yeah, yeah what else you got? So then uh, the fourth week of, of this next steps is going to be love for the world, um, where we talk about, you know, what we can do to, number one, bring other people in, as well as to go out so that we can reach others and impact the world around us, not just, not just here locally in Harrisburg, but around the world as, as we... Yeah influence and and we reach out absolutely so so that that's the we've got the three objectives love god love for each other um and then love for the world and it shows up in those attend one serve one attend one lead one um and bring others in and go out and those yep. six different applications they're going to be supported not so, so this is huge and this is a big deal for me a lot of times when we talk about like a tiered growth approach we feel like, okay, well, then when I do that, then I will become a good person. Mm. Like, I've gone through the, the steps, all right? Now I've got, like, my Boy Scout badge or I've got my, you know, my degree, and so I've achieved a level of righteousness. Th that's not what this is about. This is about actually bringing what God says to light in a, in a way where we can see our progress. We can be excited about it, especially with these nine healthy habits. We don't do nine healthy habits because it makes me a better person because other people are looking at me and saying, wow, you're, you read the Bible seven days a, a week or three days a week. You're an incredible person. No, we do it because this is, this is what a relationship with God looks like. And again, this is what impact over just attendance looks like. So yeah. nine healthy habits. Um, and, and we'll cover these uh, in, in pairs of three each week. We'll look at three of them. Um, but love for God is that objective, right? So here's the healthy habits that support that. Bible reading, 
prayer and worship. And, and, and that's going to be more than just singing, but that's an attitude that, that'll show up in, in, in uh, understanding giving financially to what God's doing in this world. But so Bible reading, prayer and worship. Yeah, and I, and I really think those three things, Bible reading, prayer, and worship, is really where we're going to see the source of our spiritual growth, is that spending time with God, getting into His Word, communicating with Him, worshiping Him. That's, that's where we engage with God, and that's where we're going to see our growth. How often in life do you find yourself at a point where when things kind of aren't looking on the up and up for you, like emotionally, or you know, is this at the core of what's going on? Absolutely. You know, um, those times, and I'll take it both ways, those times when I feel uh, as most frustrated as times when I notice that I really haven't been engaging with right. God as much as I usually do. Right. But then there are also those times where life circumstances get at me, and those are times where I feel like I just need to reach out and engage even more than I normally mm. do. Absolutely. Uh, because, because of that relationship, having that source of strength and source of comfort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's huge. And and it really is, I love the word relationship, and I think sometimes we feel like it's overplayed in, in the church world, but it has to be. And so often I'll talk with people and they'll talk about sort of this drought that they go through in life spiritually, and they want my response back to them to be like something profound, mm-hmm. but really it's this. Like if you're not reading the Bible and you're not praying and and, uh, and you're not worshiping him in life, but I, I can't like I can't give you a wise answer that's going to be better than the foundation that that provides for you. That's why we call it a habit. Some yeah. people call it a discipline because mm-hmm. you need to force yourself to be in the habit. For me, I make it the first thing I do before when I open my eyes in the morning, I don't check the weather, I don't check the news, I don't even get out of bed. I just my eyes are still foggy and I and I open up the Bible app on my phone and I just start reading. Yeah. Cuz I need it. And I know the second that I get out of bed, I will lose the discipline to to come back to it, and so that that's for me. That's what mm-hmm. I do. But that's that's sort of the, those are the habits that, that support that first objective, love for God. The second objective, love for each other. Now, again, these are going to make sense in the the small group, the community group mentality, right? These are not just like you randomly come across these. These should be intentional right. and habitual. So, um, the three of them there are fellowship. And so fellowship is just interacting with other believers in a way that becomes spiritual. It's mm-hmm. not just all surfacey. Um, accountability, that, that we're going to hold each other responsible for what God calls us to in an uplifting way. And forgiveness. And I love mm-hmm. that that is one of them. That idea that, that this is so important that we're going to make it a habit. Not something that's occasional. And I think this is really the key of how we, we really connect with each other as a church when we make our relationships work. You know, I, the, so many people go to self-help groups to get these kinds of relationships, and, and those are wonderful. And as, I'm a counselor, and I, I, sure. I recommend that. But if we're not doing that in the church, we're doing something wrong. Yeah, and we're, we're missing out on the core of what the church is supposed Absolutely, to be. Yeah. that we need to be connecting with each other relationally, and being able to develop that transparency with the accountability and forgiveness. Yeah, and the forgiveness, one of our values as a church, we're a source of grace, not drama. That puts that puts the rubber to the road right there. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the, the fellowship, accountability, forgiveness. The third objective is love for the world, which is really catching God's heart. For there's a whole bunch of people out there that don't have a relationship with him, mm-hmm. that are going to die separated from him. 
And we can't just casually overlook that. That needs to be at the forefront of our heart. So here's our three habits for this one. Evangelism, which is sharing your story, which you're going to talk about in just a minute. Um, and serving the needy and generosity. Mm-hmm. Three ways that we can love the world. Evangelism, serving the needy, and generosity. And, and I think it's important that we just point out, you know, the whole point of these habits is really the, the only people that can be responsible for your spiritual growth is y- you, myself, all of us, each of us, and Jesus. Mm. And it's, it's connecting with Jesus in worship, in reading the Bible, and in spending time with him daily. It's, it's growing by doing that as well as connecting with others and reaching out to the world. And, and developing these habits in our lives is what's going to help us to grow spiritually and become the people that God wants us to be. Absolutely. And you, so your Aunt Susie's faith can't be yours. Yep. My faith or your faith can't, can't be theirs. It's, it's got to be your faith. You, you can't replace that or get that from somebody else's. It's got to start with you and Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I would even say, you know, if you're, if you're watching this and you're listening to this and, and you've come to church because, you know, maybe a family member invited you or whatever, we are, that's wonderful. We love that. But we don't want you to keep it that way. We want you to discover what this means for you. Yeah, there should be a point where it's not their God, it's my God. It's not their church, it's my church. Yeah. It's not their mission, it's my mission. Yeah. So, uh, so speaking of that, it's sort of, uh, would you say it's a reshaping of your story and, and how so? Yeah. So a lot of times we look at our story and say, people say, well, tell me about yourself and tell me your story. And we tell them about, you know, our childhood. We tell them about our careers. We tell them about our families or wife or whatever. And really our story in the greater grand scheme of life, our story is really about us and God. Where are we with God? And scripture talks so much about what, what that means in our lives if we are followers of Christ, that, that we are not the people that we were once, that we were once dead in our sins. We are no longer dead in our sins. We are new creations. We have a new life. And that reality should be the first thing that we want to tell people when it says, what's your story? My story is that I am saved and that, that, that I have a new life in Christ. Yeah, and, and that's huge that that we see it from the lens of God's perspective. We mm-hmm. don't just see it from, you know, I was born and I was raised here and, and I did this, but but where does that story sort of intercede with what God's doing? And and how do I find him? And really, how does my story fit in his story, which yeah. is huge. And then the challenge ultimately is that, that the Bible places on Christians that if you know Jesus Christ, that you understand he died on the cross for your sins and he rose again from the grave so that you're going to live after you die, then the obligation and the opportunity is on you to say, I'm going to tell other people. I'm going to share my story. Mm -hmm. And so just three reasons quick why I I think you should share your story. And I love that we're setting up the first step idea, class one, with part of your responsibility in a first step is to tell people about what God has done in your life. So three reasons why I think you should do that. Number one is you should share to grow. Philemon in uh, chapter 1, verse 6 says, I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. In other words, as I take part in the mission to share my story, I have a deeper appreciation for what it is God did for me. So it helps me to grow in my own faith. It's not just that. So it's share to grow. It's share to win. 
Like we're, we're facing a spiritual battle right now and we want to win people from the enemy to Christ. And, and I don't want to just take up a spot on the battlefield and not do anything. Like, this is real. And, and so we've got to be engaged in it. Um, and then the last one is we should share to bless. Because part of me sharing my story is that I become a blessing and that that truth becomes a blessing to somebody else. Second Corinthians talks about this. It says, the God of all comfort has comforted you so that you can comfort others. I'm curious. You, I feel like you've had that happen in life. Anything that stands out to you about that to, to maybe motivate somebody out there who's nervous or an introvert to Yeah, to it's, it's hard to to really come forward with somebody and, and share your faith because it's a highly personal thing. And we feel like, you know, well, maybe the person's going to judge me. Maybe the person's going to, you know, they're going to feel weird or whatever. But the reality is, is, you know, we're quick to share so many things. We're quick to share our political points of view. We're quick to share, you know, a recipe that we like, whatever. And we, if you're a believer in Christ and we have the most wonderful thing that we could possibly ever share with somebody... Why would we keep that to ourselves? Yeah, and we're, we're going to dive into that in the fourth week of First Step. But right away, we want to set you up. This is the, Hey, this is an expectation. If you want to be a person that gets to see God change lives, you, you're going to have to share your story. It's going to have to get out there. So I love it. Um, so, so that kind of brings us to a conclusion with where we want to go with the first class of First Step. To give you this overview, we've got these three objectives. We're going to love God. We're going to love each other. And we're going to love the world. We're going to try and do that well. We're going to need his his strength, so we're going to have nine healthy habits to help us mm-hmm. apply it in those six different ways. So thanks for checking us out. Come back next week, week two, and we're going to talk about what love for God looks like. So thanks for joining us.